All right, guys, welcome into Z, uh, a third of ZBR. B and R both did their episodes, uh, solo episodes as well. We had some tech issues and still wanted to get some stuff out. So we figured we'd just record some solo episodes and do that. Um, if you were seeing this, that means we finally got our first video uploaded on YouTube, which would be this. Um, I figured since we're doing it a little differently and recording solo, I might as well go ahead and take a video for this one. Um, so yeah, uh, without wasting too much more time, go ahead and jump into this slate. Um, I'll just touch on the Thursday night game a little bit. Um, I did have the 49ers winning. Uh, I know Brady and Reed did too, as probably 90, 95%, 100% of America did. I don't think, uh, especially after that week one embarrassing loss, I don't think anybody was counting on the Giants against the 49ers. Not that anybody would have in the first place. But especially after that, um, I think even their fans were just kind of looking at TV and hope for the best. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, not a lot to say about this game. I had it <clears throat> being 38-24. So a little too kind of the Giants there on the score. Um, but other than that, pretty close to what I thought. Um, I will just add before I go forward, uh, I'm sure a lot of you saw this stat. Um, and if you didn't, well, now you will. Um, <laughs> if you put $100 on C-Mac to score an anytime touchdown for the last 12 games, you'd be up over $78,000 right now. If you put $100 on the last 12 games trying to score an anytime touchdown. And that's, that's, a, that's a nice little profit. I wish uh, I'd have been in on that, and I hope to find me a nice little prop one of these one of the sometime this year that I can follow for a few weeks like that and turn turn me a little profit. Uh, but finding that prop is not always the easiest thing, and I know as soon I know if I tried to hop on the C Mac bandwagon, that would be the game where it would fall off and then he would stop. I a uh, little off topic. Actually, I guess going on to the Ravens next game, this would be somewhat relevant. Um, when the Ravens' preseason win streak got snapped this week, I would like to take the blame for that to all of America and to everybody who bet on that. I hadn't even heard about it, heard it on a podcast, was like, oh, hey, that's a crazy trend. Yeah, and the Ravens are a good team, viable organization. I'm going to hop on that trend. What do they do? They lose that preseason game. So I cost, I cost everyone that. That one's my bad, and I apologize. Um, I will stay the fuck away from the Ravens so that y'all who bet on them can continue to make some money or... If you're like me, lose your money. Uh, <laughs> um, but going forward to this game, Colts versus Ravens, I don't have a, too much to say about it. The FanDuel spread is a eight and a half as I record this. Um, low key, I think it could be a tough game for the Ravens. I think uh, I think the Colts might surprise them a little bit. Uh, Colts defense, not punks, not punks. Uh, I, I, let me pull up. I got I got. Uh, Rushing stats and passing stats for defenses here. 2.6 yards per carry so far this year. Uh, not a lot. So far through the area, though, that's that's not looking good. Um, at 79 attempts, their uh, quarterbacks are completing 68.4% of the passes against the Colts for 574 yards. Uh, and that's a lot through two games. That's, that's, over, that's almost 250 yards a game. So not good there uh and that's all good for four touchdowns an interception and eight sacks so they get after the quarterback um looking at that those numbers right there um i won't pretend to know a lot about the colts defense but uh to me that says secondary sec a secondary problem i know they got a couple of good linebackers in their core i don't know much about their defensive line but if they're stopping the run and they're getting after the quarterback but still giving up a ton of pass yards to me that's 
just kind of shooting secondary. Uh, and it's not like Baltimore has the most elite receiving core or the most elite guy throwing them the ball. Uh, obviously, probably a more talented offense than uh, than Indianapolis, although you could argue with Richardson in. You could, you could probably make an argument there. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, I just think uh, Baltimore's <clears throat> the better coached, more talented team. I do think the Colts will play them hard. But uh, at the end of the day, I think the Ravens come out with this one. Um, going forward, Titans versus Browns. I have uh, the Titans by three, uh, 20 to 17. Uh, feeling pretty good in that number. Uh, last week, there were a lot of numbers, a lot of totals that I was right on Vegas with. Um, and I don't, I don't go through and base this off what what that's saying, what you know, what the spreads say, what FanDuel says and all that. I like to go through, do my scores, then go through and come check all this and compare what I put down uh, as opposed to the books. And last week, there was like 10 games where I was within a point, point and a half, and I bet every single one of them. And I lost every single one of them. <laughs> and it was terrible. I was not very happy about that. Luckily for me, I don't do bank-breaking uh, bets, but... Uh, it's still frustrating. Even when it's just a few cents, you don't like to lose money. At least I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, hoping to get back on track with some of these totals this week and get a little more accurate. Uh, this one is uh, right about on the money. Uh, Vegas got them 39.5, and, and I've got the game at 37 total. So, not too far off there. Uh, spread Vegas spreads 3.5. I got 3. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. And I think the Titans are going to pull it out. Uh Nick Chubb out, I think absolutely, I think I think that kills uh, Cleveland and just about any hope they have for a good year, unless Deshaun Watson makes me look really smart with my preseason takes, but so far he's been making me look really fucking stupid with them, uh, just does not look that great, and I, I was one of those people, you know, coming into the year, I said, you know, watch out for Deshaun, he's got the whole, the whole you know, offseason, you know, not coming back late in the year, you know, finally, you know, getting his full, you know, full, full, first, first full season back, you know, no, 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 don't know, uh, he, he does not look good, um, and with Chubb out, I just don't buy it, um, Jerome Ford, uh, I know there's a lot of fantasy clamoring for him, and I get it, the Cleveland offensive line is good, you lose a bell cow like Nick Chubb. I just, I don't, I don't see what the hype is on Ford. Yeah, he's going to get some work, but Kareem Hunt's going to take some of that away. Maybe not this week, but at some point this year, Kareem Hunt's going to take significant uh, work in that backfield. Uh, and outside of his 69 nice, yard run, Jerome Ford's kind of been pretty bad. He averages like 2.4 yards a carry on like 30 carries so far this year. Less than impressive, just not that good. Not a very good running back. Um, and I think their receivers aren't quite dynamic enough to make up for losing a guy like Chubb. And obviously, like I've already kind of alluded to, Watson's not doing his thing. And I think for a guy like Ford, if you're going to want him to have your success and, you know, for like some people, be a fantasy saver, maybe even a league winner. Those guys are all going to have to be good around him because Ford's not Nick Chubb. He's not going to carry that team and be the offensive, uh, what's the word? Not milestone that I'm looking for. Uh, pillar. Not that offensive pillar. Uh, Ford can't be that. Um, can he be serviceable? We'll see. But they've had a week to scheme him up. 
and they're obviously going to play around him as opposed to Nick Chubb. And the offensive line is still good in Cleveland. But he just hasn't proven anything yet, and I don't buy it. I also think that if uh, the Tennessee offensive line can block just enough, long, just long enough for Tannehill to get some quick throws out to Hopkins and uh, Westbrook Klein, uh, Okonkwo maybe too. Maybe they get him a little more involved this week. Uh, and I think they can get it done. Of course, you know, they're going to need Derrick Henry. Um, now, now really pretty much the last bell cow running back uh, – Maybe not bell cow, but old school running back, left in the league, old school bell cow, I should say. There's still a couple of other bell cows in the league, but not not necessarily <clears throat> old school style, excuse me. Should have drank some water before I started this. Uh, yeah, but moving on to Falcons at Lions. Um, I don't buy into Desmond Ritter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some uh, Taylor Heineke before the year's over. Uh, wouldn't even be surprised if it's this game. I don't think they're going to make that change this early because he's been good enough to not quite lose the job unless he's just really, like, terrible. Like, three picks, first half, terrible. Um, yeah, uh, the Falcons, they're going to they're gonna run the ball. Uh, Lions run defense has been okay. Pass defense, uh, let me pull that up. I don't think it's been quite as good. Um, right here, yeah, 537 yards through the first two games off of 80 attempts. Uh, quarterbacks are only completing 66% of their passes. I mean, that's that's not great, but that's not terrible. Uh, TDs allowed for one interception and only a sack so far on the year. So the pass defense is looking good. Um, run defense doesn't look bad, but also one of those games is Kansas City. And obviously Kansas City is not a run-heavy team or – a team that features, you know, an elite, uh, a heavy run game and whatever. Yeah, all that. So I just, I'm putting enough stock into the Lions defense here, I think. What am I saying? I have to score 31-13. I'm putting quite a bit of stock into Tennessee's defense, or Tennessee, uh, Detroit's defense here. But I do have questions. I think, I think, I think. I think they cut out the pass and I think they're going to be one of the more capable teams in the league. Uh, at least, I don't know if anyone's going to stop this Atlanta rushing attack, but at least slowing it down. And, uh, yeah, making Desmond Ritter beat them. And I don't think De Desmond Ritter can beat the Lions. Um, I think the Lions offense will, will surge. Falcons offense hasn't looked too bad through the uh, first couple weeks. Actually, um, oh, that's rushing. I almost said, damn, only 238 passing yards allowed, but that's rushing. Um, so four and a half yards per carry allowed. No touchdowns allowed yet. Um, 238 yards on 53 attempts for the Falcons. Defense over on offense. What are they looking like? Let's see here. Falcons, uh, 63 pass attempts for 54%. That's pretty nice. Uh, only 267 yards. So a very good looking pass defense. It's looking like right here. Uh, four touchdowns allowed. Two picks. Three sacks. Um. Picks not bad. Sacks you'd like a you'd like to add a couple more there for a good uh, a, a good pass defense. But I mean, it looks like a kind of earlier we were talking about like I was saying to me the the stats were saying uh, that it looked like the Colts uh, secondary was bad. To me, these stats are saying that uh, the Falcons secondary is playing well, and that uh, maybe it's the rest of the defense uh, a front seven that's maybe struggling a little bit and uh, could help them a lot. But yeah, I, I'm. Not sold on the Falcons yet. I think they're still a year away, a quarterback away. I'd say, I personally, I think they're throwing 
uh, Heineke. I would have, I would have started the year with him. I'm not an NFL coach or a GM, but uh, I think he's looked decent enough. Uh, yeah. Moving forward, uh, we'll go ahead and go to Saints Packers. I'm taking the Saints. I think the Saints are going to get slept on this year, uh, and I mean very, very slept on. I think it'll come like week 11, 12 is about the time people are going to start coming around the Saints and being like, yo, their record's actually pretty good. They're probably going to be a playoff team, and I think they'll probably be a playoff team. Uh, I think they win this game 21-20. Uh, spread right now is only one and a half uh, in favor of the Packers. But I just don't think Jordan Love, he's he's had some moments uh, and found the end zone, which... I mean, really, is as much as you can look for out of not a rookie quarterback, but a quarterback in his first full year. I just, I don't buy it. I don't think he, I don't think he looks good, but maybe that's just me. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a coach or an NFL GM, uh, and probably for good reason. Um, yeah, despite the Saints being depleted at running back, I think, uh, I think the Saints go marching there in New Orleans. Uh, another Southern Division matchup, Texans at Jags. I'm rolling with the Jags, 27-20. A bounce-back spot for sure. Um, Jags defense looks pretty good so far this year. Only three and a half uh, um, yards per carry. Only three touchdowns allowed through the, uh, through, the, through, through the air. Sorry, if I could stutter one more time. And uh, averaging two and a half sacks per game. So defense just looking pretty solid. Uh, probably going to be a slept-on defense, like, as far as coming into the year. I don't know if there were uh, so many people high on the Jags' defense as there probably will be by the end of this year if they keep playing like this. Um, I think that I think the Texans' strategy with C.J. Stroud this year is going to kind of be make your mistakes. Just go out there and play, dude. Like, if you throw a pick, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Pick six, screw it. I think as long as he's not, like, out there looking just terrible and just showing signs of progress. I don't think the Texans give a fuck what he does this year. Um, yeah, I think they're just going to kind of, like we saw last week, uh, I think he threw it 43 times, I think it was. I think you see a lot of that in Texas this year. Uh, or in Houston, I should say. Um, yeah, just getting due to acclimated to the game. Yeah, saying, here, throw it. It's what you're going to do anyways. You're going to, yeah, that's what we're going to want you to do eventually anyways. Go ahead and start doing it now while there's no pressure to win. Matter of fact, we kind of don't want you to win. We want to lose, yeah, so we can get you some more talent. So, yeah, just go out there, sling it. You throw a pick, fuck it. Yeah, just go get them next time, champ, is, I think, going to be kind of their strategy uh, for Stroud this year. Um, of course, you like to win games, but I don't I don't think that's their long-term goal for this year. Jags go rolling. Um, I think it's just too much. Texans probably compete for first half, maybe even for three quarters, but I think by the end of it, um, the Jags clearly showing why they're the better team um, and why they're the team that's not in a rebuild. Moving forward, Broncos at Dolphins. I have the Dolphins winning 31-20. Uh, and what will be more of a blowout than the score indicates, um, probably like a late score by Denver, bullshit, garbage times, points, and whatever. Um, Denver's made me look pretty fucking stupid so far this year. Uh, they look like the exact same team last year, but with a different coach, with a much more expensive coach. 
Um, and way more expectations as well. <laughs> At least by a lot of people. There's probably some people that, yeah, had way higher expectations last year and had zero expectations because of how bad last year was, which is totally fair. Um, can't stand Sean Payton, but uh, I really thought he was going to turn him around. Should have known better. Always was kind of an overrated coach down there in New Orleans. Uh, ass division. Year after year. And just really didn't have a whole lot to show for it. <laughs> a Super Bowl. I think it was one appearance. I mean, one for one Super Bowl. Didn't, you didn't lose any Super Bowls. That's nice. But for an, a coach that's supposed to be as good as Sean Payton is, having a quarterback that is an all-time great like Drew Brees and supposed to be as good as Drew Brees is supposed to be, who was also kind of a little bit over-fucking-rated. Um, as good as they're hyped up to be, the Saints were never really that good. <laughs> like, yeah, they were in the playoffs a lot, getting bounced. It's kind of hard to not be in the playoffs when a constantly, just perpetually bad Falcons organization is in your division. Uh, <laughs> the Buccaneers... Outside of the Tom Brady years, not a lot going on there. Panthers, they've been a shit show too. Uh, yeah, just Saints. Just Honestly, just a shit show of a division. If you really think about it, the Saints, all things considered, haven't been that great uh, over the years either. They should have been a lot better. Um, probably should be a lot better now, but oh, fuck the Saints. I, yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Uh... But, yeah. I don't... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. In case you were wondering, yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Chargers at Vikings, now that I've made it awkward. Definitely a huge game for both teams. Uh, both going in winless. Uh, both with high playoff hopes. Uh, potential uh, Super Bowl hopes, I think, for both of them. I think if you ask... Both coaching staffs, both ownership, uh, both teams, they'd say, yeah, we're a Super Bowl team. And uh, right now it's not looking like it for either one. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings here. I think they have the better of the two bad defenses and the better coach of coaching those defenses and Brian Flores, who to his credit, um, as the Vikings defense looking better than last year, which take it or leave it. <laughs> uh Giving up four and a half yards per carry. Um, only three, one, and five on touchdown interceptions and sacks. So not bad in the sack department, but uh, yeah, that 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 run that run defense is gonna have to get better. You you'll, you'll take that out of your pass defense for sure, for sure. Uh, the run defense that that's they're not gonna be a Super Bowl caliber team uh, with with their run defense like that. So I think they're gonna have to come out pretty strong. And I think they're going to have to stop the run. I think Joshua Kelly's going to get a lot of a lot of run here. Um, and if Vikings don't show up, he'll run all over them like he did week one. Or if they show up, it might end up like week two, and he, he might not look that good. <clears throat> uh, moving forward, my Patriots at the Jets. I'm going Patriots, 27-10. Probably homering again. I said I wasn't going to do it. I'm probably going to do it all year, though. Um, is what it is. I think uh, I think our defense. I don't even want to say I think. I want to say I know, but I'm going to say I think our defense is going to keep Zach Wilson uh, shut down as per usual, uh, as per most defenses with Zach Wilson, but especially a Bill Belichick and Patriots defense. 
I'm not, I'm not counting on Zach Wilson. But shout out Zach for being a, a Z-A-C-H Zach. That, that's my boy. Uh, fuck them Zachs with a K. Um, I, think, I think we'll see plenty of Ramondre. And I think actually a lot of Zeke in this game too. A lot of running the ball late um, once the ball, once I mean once we're up, I, which I think we will be. Uh, by the half, I think the second half, we just pound the ball, try to pound the clock, dominate time of possession. Um, I think Ramondre kind of gets going a little bit better this, this week. I don't know if I'd say Zeke really gets going, but um, I think we see some of them, so that's cool. <laughs> I hope he gets going as a Patriots fan. That would be sick. Um, yeah, it's, especially if we get a lead, I just I wouldn't in fantasy want to play any kind of Patriots player outside of Ramon J. Stevenson just because I don't, especially after throwing the pass, Throwing the ball 50, about 50 times per game through the first two weeks. I can't see Bill O'Brien or Bill... Well, actually, I could see Bill O'Brien doing it. But I don't see Bill Belichick letting Bill O'Brien throw it another 50 times again uh, this week. Um, although another part of me kind of wishes maybe Belichick would just fuck off and let O'Brien run the offense and let Belichick do the defense as he should. But um, we'll see. I think uh, I think the Patriots dominate. Um even if even if we only get up to like four yards per carry with uh Ramondre and Zeke, I think I think that's enough. Even on the Jets defense, I think they'll just be exhausted by the end of the game. Uh trying to babysit for Zach Wilson um again this year. Going forward, Bills Commanders. Uh I'm taking the Bills forty five thirteen. Uh Bills are two hundred and minus two hundred and sixty uh on the money line right now. Spread is six and a half. Uh, obviously going to hammer them both. Uh, I don't see why I wouldn't. I might even uh, throw the, the money line into my parlay. Uh, still not buying into the Commanders quite yet. Uh, Sam Howell looks... He looks like a pro. But uh, he doesn't look like he's that good yet. He looks like he could get, be that good someday. But uh, I don't know if I'd say he's quite there yet. Not counting it on Denver. Denver's defense was disappointing last week. Not to harp on Denver again. Sorry if you're a Denver fan, but a defense has been disappointing so far. Uh, just kind of been a disappointing organization the last few years. Um, and outside of Sean Payton, I actually don't mind the Broncos and would actually kind of like to see them good. High respect for the organization. Fuck Sean Payton. I'm sorry. I'm back on the Broncos here. Uh, we're not a Broncos-friendly podcast. Not this year, anyways. We're not a Sean, Sean Payton-friendly podcast, so that uh, kind of makes us not a Broncos-friendly podcast, at least for this year. <coughs> um, yeah, kind of got sidetracked there, <laughs> bitching about the Broncos again. Fuck you, Sean Payton. Um, back to the Bills Commanders, though. I'm not putting a lot into the Commanders coming back to beat uh, Denver. Uh Denver's just not good. <laughs> so I think Commanders probably should have beat them. But uh, I definitely did not see them being 2-0 coming into the year. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Bills uh, Bills over the Commanders is my lock of the week. Moving forward, Panthers at Seahawks. Not much to say here either. I don't think Carolina's very good on either side of the ball. As a Chark and Fantasy Hybrid, I hope I'm at least wrong enough for them to get going on the year. Uh especially Chark. Uh, Hubbard's more of a handcuff backup. But uh, would like to see Chark get going and get him moving. I know, <clears throat> I think it was week two, Thielen had like nine targets, got him a little more involved than they did week one, and he looked a little bit better. So 
We'll see. Maybe I'm thinking of Leaf Monk. I might have that backwards right there. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but either way, I just I don't think the Panthers are very good on either side of the ball. Uh, Seattle roll here, 31-24, if they even if Carolina even hits 24. Uh, Cowboys Cardinals. I'm gonna just go ahead and give my score here. Cause I'm pretty sure everyone feels the same on this one. 34-13. And uh, moving on to the Bears-Chiefs, what's looking to be, or the last of what's looking on paper to be a very lopsided 3 o'clock slate of NFL football. Um, that being said, I am actually going to go ahead, and this is going to be my underdog of the week right here. And actually, one of them. I had another underdog. I don't think this was my official underdog of the week. Oh, uh, maybe it was. No, it wasn't. That... No, this, this was my underdog. I'm sorry. I, and then I had another kind of slight underdog. But this this is my real underdog of the week, uh, the Bears. I think Justin Fields is going to kind of freelance do his own thing. Um, I'm not making excuses or justifying Justin Fields because I don't think as a quarterback you can go post-game and be calling out coaching like that and be a long-term franchise kind of quarterback you just you can't be doing stuff like that um talent wise I think he's got it there he just needs to take his time and figure out what he's doing with his arm and get through his mechanics there um but that all said the Bears aren't using him that great and while I don't support the way he went about his press conference and stuff he's not wrong <clears throat> and I think he did kind of allude in that press conference that he's this week maybe gonna kind of do things his way uh for better or for worse we'll see we'll see um I think for the Bears this week at least it's gonna be better um so I think he's gonna be all over the place in a good way I think you'll see I would look for call me crazy maybe even a 100 rushing uh 100 yard rushing uh game out of a Justin Fields throwing it back to last year a little bit. Um, yeah, I, Kansas City just kind of seems like they're in a bit of a funk to start the year. And maybe this is where they get going. They finally got, you know, all three. They're, they're big three, I'm going to call it. And Kelsey Jones and Mahomes all on the field. Uh, and, you know, back and going good. They've all had a game to get back and going. Um, so this very well could be a game where Kansas City shows up and just blows the fucking doors off the Bears, which uh, I don't know if I'm going to say that's probably going to happen, but it sure as shit could. But I think uh, I think we see Chicago put up a pretty good fight here. Uh, Justin Fields going a little off script, uh, going to make things happen. I don't know if I like the receiver so much this week, but I would look for Roshan Johnson to have maybe a bit of a breakout week. He had a decent week one. Um catching the ball, averaging over five yards a carry both games, uh, caught the ball a little bit last week, not as much as week one. Uh, he's already pushed Deontay Foreman out of the backfield pretty much and has cut into Khalil Herbert's time quite a bit. And I think this is a game, especially if I am right when I say that Justin Fields is going to kind of go off script um, and take over and do his thing. Sorry, I had a little battery notification. Uh, and take off and do his thing. I can see a lot of dump-offs to running backs and stuff like that. A lot of opportunity for Johnson um, to really have a breakout opportunity here. Um, so, yeah, I'm rolling with the Bears here for my upset of the week. 
the Bears are currently plus 570 odds to uh, win, and the spread is 12 and a half, almost two scores. So um, the odds are certainly not in my favor. <clears throat> Going over to Sunday night, Steelers at Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders 24 20. Uh, neither team has looked very good so far, but I'm going to roll with the Raiders. Offensively, I think a little more talented. I'm just going to kind of leave it there and go with the Raiders. The Raiders. Because that's kind of just a gross game, honestly. It's not fun. 24-20 uh, was the score I had for it. Going forward, uh, first Monday night game, Eagles at Broncos. This was my other upset game. Um, I don't think it's quite the upset that um, the Bears would be over the Chiefs, but still a pretty significant upset here. Um, Bucks versus the Eagles. Spread is currently four and a half. So Vegas obviously doesn't think it's going to be too much of a blowout either. Um, Got them by at least a field goal. Philly favored by minus 235. Tampa Bay's odds are plus 194. Total is 46. Um... I think they go. I think they go over a little, a little over the total here. I think they hit actually almost sixty, probably closer to like fifty-five here, in a uh, twenty-seven, twenty-four game. Buccaneers' offense has looked good. Um, I'm not going to say anything about Baker because every time I say something nice about him, he he looks ass the following week. So, for his sake, I won't say anything about Baker. But um, offense as a whole, looking looking pretty nice. Defense solid um tampa's i feel like i kind of said this about new orleans going into the year um tampa i think so far this year and at this trajectory throughout the year is going to be a really good team that uh probably doesn't win a playoff game but makes the playoffs because they're going to probably dominate this ass division um i think they're going to be the kind of team that is really good not because they're the best at this or the best at that or they have the best player at this position they're the best player at that position i think they're just going to be good through being a good just being a good fucking team just being well put together um everyone on the same page and just things like that um i mean which is weird for me to say about a baker mayfield led team uh saying that out loud um, that a Baker Mayfield led team is going to be smart and make smart decisions. Uh, <clears throat> but they might. I'm not trying to get on my Colin, Car- Colin Cowherd soapbox here. Um, so I definitely like Baker a lot more than he does. Uh, last Monday night game, Rams at Bengals. Uh, I'm taking the Rams 24-14, even if Burrow does play. I don't think it's going to be very good. I'm sitting him in fantasy. Um, just... Nothing's looked good about him this week uh, as far as what's come out from camp or not from camp, from practice. Just uh, not a lot to look forward to. Offense didn't look great last week. I think it would only be worse with a backup quarterback. I think I'd almost rather have Burrow at 60% than I forget who their backup is. I don't even remember his name. Uh, So that's not ideal for, for Cincinnati there. Uh, Rough start for Cincinnati. Rough start for my uh, season predictions, for my bold predictions anyways. Um, a lot of my middling uh, predictions are doing really well, actually. But um, these larger predictions, 
like uh, the Bengals uh, going to the Super Bowl, Jets being good. Now, now granted, I'll take I won't take blame on the Jets because I think that would still be the case, barring injuries, which no one has control over. Um, but the Broncos making me look pretty dumb. Yeah, I guess maybe maybe it's just those two that I feel like. Uh, Deshaun Watson, that's right. I for, forgot about him. Uh, oh, Matt Stafford. Speaking of people who made me look dumb coming into the year, Matt Stafford. I've already touched on his first couple weeks, but uh, yeah, he just keeps making me look dumber and dumber through the start of the year. Every, th- every, every time we talk about him coming into the year, well, I don't know what Matt's, Matt Stafford's got left in the tank. What's he got left? Blah, blah, blah. Is his arm going to fall off? Like, Zach, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, just shut the fuck up. Matt Stafford's fine. He's going to throw the ball. He's going to keep throwing the ball. And probably for a lot of fucking yards and a lot of touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up there. Guys, thank you very much for checking out our solo episodes. And if this made it up to YouTube and you were watching on YouTube, thank you very much for uh, checking us out there. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're trying to hit 50 subscribers so that we can start going live improve the quality of the show a little bit um yeah for now i think i'm gonna go ahead and check out make sure if you haven't already listened to the other two guys' solo predictions go do that and we will see you come post week three getting ready for week four take care guys